But um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I like you with a little hair. And then on your TV show, they glue hair to your head. They spray it in there. They uh, they pepper it in. Yeah. yeah and so, so what did they do with the new cut? They skipped the pepper because right. it was too short. Oh, that's great. So they haven't put they haven't put that back in. They should have like peppered a big mountain on your head. One time they did that, and it looked like I had a mohawk on the air. That right. was an interesting look. Mm. You know what they should have done is taken an old photo of him, and put it over his head <laughs> for those days. And then Gary's such a weirdo. He's on the wrap-up show with John, and he goes, Hey, you know, if you shave your head, I'll shave my head in solidarity. He, like, volunteers these weird things. Like, why would he want like, to shave his head? why does he need that? I, I, it was weird because we were t- I was talking about doing it, and then Rasan, who's also on the show, was saying, "I've sh- I'll, I'll shave your head. W- I'll shave my head with you, like to." Yeah, but he shaves his head anyway. It. Right, and then Gary said, "Yeah, I'll do it too." And he goes, "What the fuck? I'll shave my head." That's why he's Bob. <laughs> he Abui. just wants to be in on it. I know, and then all of a sudden he backed <clears throat> off because he says, "What did I just promise?" <clears throat> <clears throat> I think I've, uh... it suddenly occurred to him. Rasan, anything going out? Yes, uh, I will volunteer myself and Gary. We will shave our heads in solidarity. I would with do you. that. I do. Yes. I would. T- I'll tell you what. Yes. If you shaved your head, I would totally go there with you. I give it a shot. What the fuck? What'd you get? What? Why would he even say that? You weren't looking for anyone to shave their head. I, it was a nice gesture. Uh, you know, yeah, when people, but when, when kids, you change your hairstyle, do you need solidarity? I don't know. Like, I go for a haircut. Gary doesn't say, "I go get a haircut too." I go my hair too. I understand how that starts when, when, when a kid is in chemo and right. they lose their hair. You go, you know what? I'm going to be in solidarity with you. Right. But you were, you were electively. No, what happened was we had spent twenty. Not me, really. Rasan is the one driving this train. Rasan spent twenty minutes of the show begging John to shave his head, and John didn't want to do it. Yeah, but so, why would you care? I didn't. Rasan said, hey, Gary. Now, why would you that? say? I did, and then I changed my mind almost immediately. But after. why would you even volunteer that you're going to shave your head? It's, I'm it's... trying to get John to do it. But whoa. Why do you care? Why does it matter to him? Wow, he's a weirdo. Yeah, I'm very weird. You I think, are. I think they both really wanted me to do it. So John, John was dying of cancer, and he had chemo. I understand. And he was going to lose his hair. But you don't do that for a friend with male pattern baldness. <laughs> And Gary sounds all excited. He's like, that's it. I'm all in. Like, like where did that excitement come from? Where was uh, the support when I lost my hair? Oh, I, he didn't offer anything. He didn't offer a thing. He even shave his balls. <laughs> I said that on the show. I said, I'm not a cancer victim here. Right. Like, you know, I appreciate the gesture. But then, I mean, Gary was kind of baiting me into doing it. Then I how turned around. Was, but how come it wasn't weird when Rasan started by saying he was going to do it? It was. I'm not saying it wasn't, but then Rasan's done it before. When you said it, then I, as a host, immediately flipped and was like, wait a minute, now Gary's going to shave his head? Yeah, like, why? He has a full head of hair. Why would you do that, Gary? No, but Gary, you did say you would do it because it'll grow back. Yeah, I mean, it sounded funny for a second. For me, I would shave my head, Howard, because it's going to grow back. But using that line, why doesn't John get giant caps up on his teeth? so that In solidarity with you? Yeah. I'll I'll shave my head if you get big, giant caps. (laughs) It's the craziest logic I ever heard. I was thinking of piercing my nipples. Are you in, John, or out? He's going to shave his head in solidarity with John Ein. And John's hair is going to grow back. I mean, it's mm. just weird. I wish Gary would have shaved his head. Why? I don't know, but I'm not shaving my head for anybody. You know what, John? You should tell Gary. All right, today I'm going to shave my head. You do nothing and let him come in here bald tomorrow. <laughs> 
I don't want Gary to shave his head. I got enough problem looking at him. What <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking about doing it once, weren't what, you? Shave my head never. never. Well, but cutting it, cutting even. it shorter, yeah, but never shaving. I my mean, head. and he has gone shorter. Have you seen well, what now, his hair was like yeah. over the years? I got, I, I got news for you. I mean, this is as short as I'm going. I mean, I know what I'd look like bald. I've worn bald caps. It's not. It's it's very disturbing. I look very. I look older. I look. I look a mess. The hair is the only thing I got. I'm going with what I got. You know, you got a face like this. You got to have hair. Crazy. I'm so lucky I have hair. People would would hide when I. But people would run away from me if I be like Frankenstein walking into your village. I'm tired of everyone running. (laughs) (laughs) Tired of all of you. Read. I drown people down by the river. All right, Johnny. Good luck with that look, man. Thank uh, you. I mean, you're back to normal. Hey, I like your look right now. Mm-hmm. I, I will keep it at this length. At least try to. You're good. Your yeah, wife I likes was it expecting like something it. drastic, but this is basically the way it was when we left. Yeah, he walked in and it was the same. <laughs> you want to hit him with the Heinz song or uh, no? Uh, it's up to you. Your uh, show. No, your I love show to too. hit him with the Heinz song. Sometimes when my life gets boring. About John, I hit him with the high, 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 uh oh and i also wanted to mention that before we went on break brent and caitlin went to a mermaid themed orgy event where it turned out not to be such an orgy well he talked about it yeah and people wrote emails and said uh, oh they responded yeah people didn't appreciate brent's complaints that the women weren't hot enough and they all look fat and well old. you know brent is a seven yeah and well he expects a certain Kind of quality. Here's the blowback. I would be disappointed if I showed up for an orgy and Brent was there. <laughs> also, if I were married to him, I'd probably want to have sex with other people, too. Oh. Brent saying about others at the party, there really wasn't anything you'd want to see, is the very definition of irony. It must have been hard being the only seven in the in the area. Everything involving Brent is not so steamy. He should <laughs> stick to soft swinging. Please, no more steamy Brent stories. Well... All right, that's what happens. Controversial criticism. Yep. I understand uh, JD was at uh, Jason's barbecue, and uh, JD's wife was getting hit on by 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 Caitlin, Brent's wife, who is a swinger. Didn't she hit on her at the Christmas party too? Hey, uh, JD, what's going on here? We got some kind of swinging going on, soft swinging? No, no, I have no idea. I didn't know that was really going on. I was busy playing beer pong or something, I guess, when that was going on. So you missed out on the swinging? I guess. I don't know. You don't, your wife didn't tie Well, I know this, and you don't know it. Uh, I mean, no. She talks, uh, like, you know, her and Caitlin talked and stuff, and not like dude, she was hitting on her or anything. She didn't tell you this? Because everyone's saying that. She was hitting on it. Listen, I don't know. This is the first time I'm hearing of it, so I guess oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I guess you don't know anything. No, I don't. Uh, Caitlin flirts with 
pretty much not everyone she's attracted to. She's attracted to your wife. <laughs> All right, okay. Does that turn you on in any way? Do you think you might get into some soft swinging? I'm not with. It, it, it makes me feel very odd. I mean, we work, I work with Brent for crazy. Soft swing. So what? It's just odd. I don't know. It's so steamy. Those two. Like pedi- if you're gonna soft swing, I don't see steamy. how meeting the guy in the hall later is gonna ha- uh, be a problem. It's, yeah. just, it's just weird. Someone told me JD. Speaking of JD, talk about awkward socially. He kissed Will's wife on the lips at Jason's party. <laughs> What's with you? On purpose. Were you drunk? Well, yeah, I was drunk, and we were saying goodbye, and we were like, I was trying to, like, I thought she wanted to do the kiss on the cheek thing, so I leaned in, and I guess I I turned my head or something, and we, our lips, it wasn't like a perfect kiss, but uh, our lips did meet. So. Boy, it's fun to have JD at a party. Yeah. No, he doesn't that. know what's going on, uh, and he's uh, kissing uh, people uh, by uh, accident. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> uh, my wife, uh, uh, I was trying to shake her hand, and then I unfortunately put my finger in her pussy. You were drunk. I feel bad about that. I was drunk. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I slipped Will's wife the tongue. I don't know. I was standing talking to Will's wife, and then I had a boner, and yeah, my dick went in My tongue was down her throat. And before my dick I knew, was in her asshole. <laughs> before I knew it, I came on her dress. <laughs> <laughs> before I knew it. It was an accident. He's making out I with wiped Will's the jizz wife. off with my T-shirt. So you, out with well, while his wife is being hit on by Caitlin. What did you do? Like, and he doesn't know that his wife's being hit on. He's you, busy. So, like, when you went in for the kiss, your lips met. And then, like, do you pull back or do you just... Oh, finish? yeah. Oh, I pulled back immediately and we started laughing and then I felt <laughs> bad. <laughs> and what did, and like, What's what did, so funny about getting a kiss from no, you? No, but what did she say? Did she go... No, she was, you know, she was laughing and uh, and we uh, said, we acknowledged what happened to every... I mean, it's not like we we were around people when it happened, so... You were around people? Oh, yeah. And you oh, said, you didn't drag her into a corner? <laughs> <laughs> so in order to... Yeah, he took that as a signal. Trying to, by the hair. Trying, to, trying to move in and impregnate Will's wife. <laughs> she wants her. No, no. Carrying my baby. As soon as she started kissing on the lips, she should have grabbed some teddy because oh. she's signaling. How no. lo- you know, this might not happen again. Yeah. Hey, you really want it. <laughs> Is it inappropriate to grope around? I heard you're texting her now. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's following her. Yeah. Can I get together with you? You're very hot. So I can accidentally finger you? Can we I am? Does Will get to kiss your wife now? Are those the rules? Uh, I mean, if that if that would make him feel better, sure. Why not? Go ahead. <laughs> he says he's never kissing his wife again. <laughs> he can't get the taste of JD <laughs> okay, off her right. ass. Oh, I taste JD. <laughs> So, like, do you say to her, oh, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry? You felt bad, yeah, of course. You felt bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, and I was a little trunk, too, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I was a little trunk. Oh, <laughs> trunk. Was it a sloppy kiss, Gigi? Yeah, well, it I was, was trunk. Like, yeah, it wasn't like what we didn't perfectly meet. Like, I thought we were kissing on the cheek, like, saying goodbye, <laughs> and like, it, it got mixed signals or something. Yeah. It's kind of hard around. to coordinate your head. Get full control of that. All right. Well, you're drunk. Someone told me you went up to Will's kids and said that you introduced yourself as their new dad now, (laughs) or whatever. Call me Uncle JD. (laughs) Kissing uncle. (laughs) Yeah. 
I got mixed signal. <laughs> what kind of mixed signal did you? Get? I don't understand. <laughs> like, no, I don't. Did you think she wanted no, it on the lip? No, that's not what I meant. What do you mean by mixed signal? Oh, forget. You know what? No, it, no. What is a mixed signal? No, it, like our the communications got crossed. Like I, you I have trouble communicating. <laughs> There's news. <laughs> Alert the media. When I said goodbye, I thought she was wet and her nipples no, were hard. No, I, no, I, I thought she wanted to fuck me. I, no. I thought goodbye was a come on. Now, what do you mean you got mixed signals? Seriously, like, I don't understand. Like, I was going in for a kiss on the cheek, but something happened where I ended up turning, and she, her her head turned towards mine, and, and our lips met for like a second. It didn't even meet all How the way. Was it? Like, I think I kissed like her bottom lip. What? I think I like kiss like her bottom lip. That is, that's it. How was it? Oh, it was really hot. She's hot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was, it was whatever. It was. It was what? Did you bone up? No, I didn't bone up. I had a chub, but He's I still think I think she it. might have squirted. I, Will was like literally right next to me. Would have been so. funny if he boned up. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I boned. I caught her lip. Did you go home and fantasize her? No, I did not. I'm peeing off. Oh, Mrs. Murray. Oh, Mrs. Murray. Oh, oh. Mrs. <laughs> if I only had some peanut butter. Uh, okay, all right. Who did, what did you do at the party? Like, I can't imagine you socializing. Like, what do you do the whole time? Do you just drink so that... And stay in a corner? Because yeah, you don't yeah, really I, talk I, much. I, I played some beer pong, and uh, I sat in a chair. So and... when you... A beer pong, how many beers do you go through? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, that I don't know. I mean, there's li- the poor, like... Uh, not half, but a little less than half a cup. Uh, so I had probably like five of those. So maybe two beers. Yeah, I heard. Jake. And then what else? You're drinking wine. Uh, yeah, I think I have one. Uh, glass I had a few of wine. wines. <laughs> I had a few wines and Will's wife. No, actually, I had sangria. I had sangria. Ah, oh, sangria. Meanwhile, JD's that guy, you know, stays at the party too long. He was like one of the last last to leave. people to leave. Yeah, like you can't get rid of him. Well, thank oh, no, God, because he might have molested go. more wives yeah. if he left her. What do you do? Are you that? Do you really like to stay somewhere when you no, get there? No. Well, How many I, hours were you there? Uh, listen, uh, it, my wife is the more social one. I was ready to go after like a couple hours. I'm not a party guy. I'm not like. How whatever. long were you there? Seven hours. I mean, a, a little while, yeah. Jeez, how'd what? you get there? Uh, we got a ride with someone, and then we Ubered back. I see. So, yeah. but no, How I, many yeah. hours were you there, seriously? Uh, we probably got there about 4 and left, like, maybe around 10 or 11. Oh, Jesus. That's more than JD than I would uh, yeah. oh, no, Trust me, Robin, I wouldn't be, be around you that long. Don't <laughs> worry. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 7 hours you're at somebody's house? Uh, listen, I wasn't looking to be out there that long either. Do you ever say to your wife, like, honey... Read the tea leaves. It's Why time doesn't lunch. she want to go home? Yeah. Well, she's a social butterfly, and she likes, you know. She didn't want to go back to the apartment with JD. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Come on. Let's go home already. She's let's, let's go home, or else out. I'll have to make out with Will's wife. <laughs> she got a pass from prison that day. No, but I, I'm one of those people at a party where, like, I will find a place to sit, and I will sit there, like, the entire time. Yes, like a, and people have to come visit like him. A, like a piece of furniture. Yeah. Kiss my ring. No, not like that. I guess if I was married to JD, would I rather stay at Will's inappropriately long or go back to the apartment with JD and just stare at him there? See, Will's wife or Xbox? Hmm. Tough decision. You probably want to go home and just play Xbox and your wife's like, just staying there. I'm just going to stay here. It's the last time I've gotten to talk to people in months. <laughs> All right. Robin. <laughs> so lonely. 
<laughs> the only person I have to talk to is JD. Please don't end the party. Please stay. <laughs> Does that kind of make you feel bad? Like she just doesn't want to go home with you? Like she wants No, to... no, because I don't think of it like that. You know, I would. If I was you, I would. Oh, well, well, I'm like if my me. wife, like if my wife was like, Jesus Christ, can't we stay here longer? Can we stay here longer? I'd be like, you know what I mean? Like my wife's as anxious to get out as I am. Oh, well, then that's good for you. Yeah. He's got a mixed marriage. Yeah. <laughs> she likes to be out and he likes to be home. <laughs> I heard your wife took part in a sing along at the end of the party, right? Uh, there were some people that got together, and yeah, she she was singing. Was it like a karaoke or just singing songs? Uh, well, someone was like playing piano. No and, originals, huh? Just karaoke. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. And and like you're sitting there wanting to leave, and she's singing karaoke. I wasn't even in the room like for most mm. of it. I was. He was making out with. No, I wasn't wife. making out. Caught her <laughs> At lip. At that point, <laughs> all I got was her lower lip. Next I time, I'll get her lip. <laughs> a lower lip. Next and time, I'm gonna get the whole um, mouth. When I was reaching for Cheetos, I almost had Anna with Jason's wife. Yeah. I, I got her lower labia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big sing-along, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... You, Jason, you know, Jason was singing, too. So. Do you ever get up and sing? Uh, I have gone to a karaoke thing and have sung, yes. But not at that party. Not, th- not that night, no. Oh, all right. Cool. I was resting my voice. Hey, uh, it's getting late. We got to do the news. Yeah, right, right, Leave right. me alone. Thank yeah. you. Saved by the bell. Let's just talk Roka for a second. We'll get right to Robin. Do you constantly have to fix your glasses or sunglasses from falling off your face? I started telling you about these sunglasses I know. and glasses. Yeah, introducing. You're wearing them. Yes, Roka, a technically advanced eyewear system with a patented technology to eliminate your eyewear from falling off your face. Aside from the fact that it actually stays on your face, they're, they're really nice looking glasses. Roka, R O K A. Lightweight, comfortable. If you're into running, competing in an athletic competition, or bending over to pick up your kids, they don't fall off your face. Uh, Roka offers iconic styles as well as prescription lenses with great optics. R-O-K-A, Roka. Comfortable. You don't even know you're wearing them, really. Roka isn't owned by some monopoly. They're a direct brand that started in a garage in Austin, Texas. And now they say... They make the absolute best-looking and best-performing eyewear. Check them out. Roka.com. Use code 100 and get 20% off. R-O-K-A.com. Code 100. 20% off. Roka.com. Let's get to Robin's uh, news and a song. Girl, you make me horny. How about trying to meet some people who aren't perverted? Such a sexy newswoman. Hi there. It's a pleasure to meet you. Do you have a box of wine? Robin, you give me a throbbing boner. Every guy loves having a big cock. Look at what I'm doing. Oh my God, look at this. We're jerking off together. <laughs> when I hump away at you, oh. I promise to pull out. But where's he going to put it? I know you love my taste to come, so I'll finish in your mouth. <laughs> I ate the meat. I'm just doing it. to put the peanut butter can't hold it any longer open wide ah. and why would sucking a dick be wrong i just had to blow my load i don't 
give a fuck. I'll just do it. Wow. Wonder where all those clips come from. I know. You should keep your mouth shut. I know. I'm never speaking again on this show. That sounded like psych. Was that psych, Fred? I'm going to check that right now. Boy, that sounded good. That's a beautiful song about Robin. <laughs> it's not identified. Oh, not identified anonymous. That sounded like a job for psych. But well, Howard, I'm always fascinated by people's wills. Yeah, me too. And so we now know what uh, Anderson Cooper was left by his mom, Gloria Vanderbilt. And uh, it was surprisingly a small amount. I know. Poor and, Anderson. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, your mother's Gloria Vanderbilt. And, like, I've had Anderson on the show. I love the guy. But, you know, I used to say to him, man, you are going to inherit the mother, Lord. He goes, first of all, my mother told me that there's not going to be any inheritance. She told me no that my trust whole life. Fund. And I don't want anything. I'm not looking for anything. Right. So you say all that, but you still. Yeah. You knew. Because, first of all, he, he has he had a, he had two brothers. He's He had one brother who who died. Yeah. And then he had a he has a brother who I think was estranged or something from the mother or I don't, but so she left him the mother load she left him all the money not really there wasn't just there just wasn't a lot of money yeah I mean it it was like a million and a half dollars she left Anderson a million and a half dollars right she left the other brother her apartment oh which was worth they say on in the range of one point two million dollars oh so first of all. A, I guess the brother wasn't estranged from the mother. That's number one. I must have had that wrong because she left him almost the same amount of money. Number two, evidently, it doesn't really pay to be Gloria Vanderbilt's kid. No, because she went through all the money. Yeah. She inherited like $5 million when she was like a baby, like a little kid. And then she parlayed into a whole business, right? And that $5 million back then, they say, was probably the equivalent of about $70 million today. Wow. So that's a huge... Chunk of dough. Yeah. And then she started all these businesses, apparently was incredibly successful. People were estimating at one time that Anderson might receive somewhere in the neighborhood of about $200 million. Well, I'd be because pissed. they just saw everything that was there, but apparently she suffered a number of business downturns over the last several years that ate into her wealth. Poor Anderson. I hope he's doing okay. Thank God he's got that job on CNN. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably like, what? <laughs> yeah, people are wondering, you know, I guess there'll be some kind of... Uh, the investigation uh, into where the money went. I would have loved to have been there when uh, they opened up the will and Anderson's sitting there. <laughs> you think he would? He lost his cool? Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I dumped that. Good. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was that was the inheritance. So, you know, I thought he always said he wasn't expecting anything, but I certainly thought there'd be. More than that. Yeah, we were we were hoping for a big party, at least. Yeah, <laughs> that we would be invited to. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I, I, I was sad to hear his mother died. I know they were very close. Yeah, and he's saying that, you know, just knowing her and having the relationship he had with her was worth more to him mm. than any financial <laughs> remuneration. I would like some money if I was Gloria <laughs> Vanderbilt's kid. Yeah, you were fun, but... Yeah. No. Yeah, you were a load of laughs, Mom, but you know what? I can do with some money. Robin, back to you. I want... The six and a half hours 
I spent on tennis this weekend back. Why did it go badly? It was incredibly stressful, Howard. Really? You're under stress. Oh my God. I, I was depressed. Really? Why? I mean, I'm not following it. First of all, Serena made it into the Wimbledon final. Yeah, you like her. I like everybody, but she, you know, I told you she's on this quest to win 24, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There was a great article in the LA Times this past weekend about how she'd be a much better person to have the, the highest number of grand uh, slam titles than the woman who currently has it. Yeah. This woman, Margaret Court, who's, um, racist and, uh. Racist? Yes. She oh thought apartheid was great. Oh my goodness. When South Africa was living under. Well, that it's probably system. great for her. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not even from there. I don't know why she wow. was chiming in. That's an odd statement. Yeah. And then, uh, she also, uh, said that Martina Navratilova was, uh, terrible. It was terrible that she was the number one tennis player because it was so sad that children had to see a homosexual. Wow. Uh, playing the game that that was Boy. their, re- you know, their picture of the game. I gotta be honest with you. I'm getting interested in tennis from this. <laughs> Like, I got to see this person. Well, you hardly ever see her. Nobody no. really wants to be around Is her. she hot? No, Margaret Court, she's 100 years old. Oh, I don't know. She was playing tennis during the time of Billie Jean King. Oh, I see, I see. And she has these 24 titles. Serena has 23. I see. So every time she plays, it's can she get it? And everybody's rooting for anyone to get it but this woman. Right. And Serena's the only one who can do it. Nobody else has that many titles. And so, yeah, she she was wiped out. She didn't just lose. (laughs) She was wiped out. She lost 6-2, 6-2. So uh, Simona Halep, who's a great player, just straight set at her right out of the final. We're hoping that Serena. This would is win. it. Let's. She's she's healthy again. She's in shape again. You know, like it seemed like all the criteria were there. And you went into a depression afterwards. And so that was upsetting. I mean, people were writing me, "Can you believe this?" You know, like people were watching it, like the election. They couldn't believe what they were seeing. Because Halep just had her number that day, and there was no ball she couldn't get back, and Serena had no answers. Look at you with the tennis. And then, Six my hours. favorite, Roger Federer. You like him? Five hours to watch him lose. Yeah, but aren't you like, don't you just like the idea that you saw a game that is unpredictable and... Of course you want the game to be great, but you don't want, it was like, you know, it, the tension was so great during that entire game. You couldn't just, you couldn't enjoy it. And why, why do you like Roger Federer so much? Cause he's hot, right? Is he hot? Uh, Roger's like the greatest human being on the earth. You know him? No, but oh. he just does everything right. And he's so beautiful to look at oh. while he's playing tennis. You look know, he you. moves in a way that no one else ever has. He's a great player. He's 37 years old. Do you ever fantasize about him? No. Be honest. <laughs> Honestly, no. You never imagine you're at the tennis match and you're wearing your skimpy outfit? <laughs> No bra. 
And Roger Federer is like, oh, I'm a fan. I would fan. not want to distract him because I want him to win. But you never, ever think, oh, what would it be like to have Roger Federer inside of me? No. Never. No, I love his wife. I love everything about uh, Roger. I understand he's hung like a tennis racket. And we have the same birthday. <laughs> He actually has a very long penis with a big racket-like <laughs> racket head. Yeah. Racket-like head? A flat racket <laughs> head. <laughs> now how do you feel? But he, you know, and he played brilliantly yesterday, but he could not close the door. There are three men. You don't know this right now. But there are three men in tennis. They're all over 30, and no one else can beat them. Roger yeah. Federer, uh, Novak Djokovic, and uh, Rafa Nadal. And uh, Federer had to beat Nadal to get to the final. I'm so happy I don't know that. And then <laughs> he meets Djokovic, who is a machine. He cannot be beaten. Howard. And uh, and he could have beaten him yesterday. Did you see any of it? Who? No, I wouldn't waste the 10 minutes on They're that. saying it might have been the greatest tennis match in the history of tennis matches. It went on for six hours. Five, four fifty-seven. Yeah, it was a, it was a five set tiebreaker. <clears throat> the fifth set went to yeah, I don't care. It was, I, it was I, amazing. I, I wish we weren't even talking about this. No, it's so care. incredible, Howard, <clears throat> what's going on in tennis right now. These are the three greatest guys who have ever played Good. the game. Good for them. And so, yeah. Djokovic has already uh, put everyone on notice that he wants all of Roger's records. You know, <laughs> Batman's nemesis, his full name is Djokovic. Well, I call Djokovic the Joker. The Joker. And he could not get rid of the Joker yesterday. I wrote a note over the vacation about how I want to see Batman versus Osama bin Laden, but <laughs> <clears throat> I don't even know why I wrote that down. You forgot what was inspiring yeah. you at that moment? Yeah, I forgot. Amazing. So anyway, also going on was the um, Women's Soccer World yeah. Cup while we were away. And the U.S. women won their second World Cup in a row. And then I found out that they don't just get less than the men. Do you know what the disparity is? No, I don't care. Oh, my God, Howard, you have to care. I know. First I mean, of all, I want equal pay for everyone, but I don't care. But listen to this. This is outrageous. Go ahead. The U.S. men's soccer team. Go ahead. Which never does anything in the World Cup. Go ahead. Every player gets a half million dollars. Really? And how much do the women get? 90,000. Oh, that's not right. It's ridiculous. Because they so, have a vagina. Right. Right. So here are these women who are winners and everybody's saying equal pay. No, you can't equal them by giving them what the stupid men who don't win All get. Right you got to give them more. They're winners. Wow. I didn't know you were this into sports. You well, I simply meant into equality. What do you mean with the tennis and the... What is this? I couldn't even soccer? watch 15 minutes of the soccer. I think soccer is a terrible sport. So don't go by me. But when I heard that disparity, I was like, that's crazy. Well, what's the rationale that uh, the men's soccer pulls in more money? I suppose. Yeah. But well, here was Fox. Yeah. Their ratings went up every night they showed the women's soccer on TV because the U.S. women were doing so well. So I'm sure they made a ton of money. Mm. Uh, here's it. the U.S. What am I going to uh, do about it? What can I do about soccer? it? Soccer. Well, we're just airing it. We're letting people know.
That's what we're good at. We don't actually do anything. We just let people know stuff <laughs> and hope you'll do you something. You guys go out and protest. Yeah. We sit here and we, <laughs> and we tell you what's wrong and then you go fix it. Here's the U.S. soccer president being booed over equal pay. One, two. All right. This is uh, what you're saying is booing. Yeah. We're going to hear. Okay. U.S. soccer has invested more in women's soccer than any country in the world. Uh-oh. Somebody's not getting late tonight. <laughs> and we will and we will continue to invest. Awesome. Aren't you glad you showed up? I feel like it's the 60s all over again. And even Snoop Dogg. I don't know if you have that over there because I was asking for this this morning. Sure. But they had they said you had a bunch of Snoop Dogg rants. He went off about the pay of the U.S. women's soccer team. When did Snoop become such an advocate? I think Snoop likes soccer. Oh, let's see if I have that. Uh, Snoop Dogg pissed at the L.A. Lakers. Snoop it's not Dogg. part of that column. Oh. oh, darn it. I asked if they had that and they said you did. I'll have it for you tomorrow because it was right. really, I said, if Snoop Dogg gets it, everybody should get it. When Snoop, when Snoop Dogg's in the argument for women's rights, you know things Yeah, have I mean, this is the guy who was a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow, look at Snoop. So you've got to go along with it. Mm -hmm. And here's a uh, crowd chanting F Trump behind the Fox News reporters at the U.S. Women, uh, women's uh, Soccer World Cup win, 1-1. One, one. Hey, 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 we won the Women's World Cup final just wrapping in France, USA 2, the Netherlands nil. Greg Palcott is live in Lyon. Hey, Greg. <laughs> Guess what? History has just been made, Arthel. We are here in a sports bar in Lyon, France. Here, listen to it. Uh, that we're in a sports bar. We were going to be outside. We were going to be looking at a screen uh, with the football tank game there. But in fact, that game was canceled by the officials. That's funny. So did you have any doubt they were going to lose or no? None. None whatsoever. Now we need to win in 2020. Democrats! They are very happy. It's a political thing, too, as you can see. <laughs> I like the guy vamping. He's trying to just ignore what's let's, being said. Let's try and listen in to what they're saying. <laughs> oh, uh, never mind that idea. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of tough, you know, for Fox to cover the U.S. Trump heard it, and he said, I love that people want to have sex with me. And <laughs> turned it into a positive. Absolutely. That's right. Also in the news, Howard, we have come out... Uh, roundly against those scooters that you can rent to, to move around cities. I, I forgot. Are we against that? We have decided we're against it. No, because I think I'm for it today. <laughs> no. We're against it, right? We're seriously against it. Are we? Yes. A YouTube content creator has been killed in an accident. Oh, my God. And police are looking for witnesses in London, England. Emily uh, Hartridge who was famous for her 10 Reasons Why series, was involved in a fatal accident on an electronic scooter when it collided with a truck on a roundabout in southeast or southwest London.
She was 35. Her death was announced through her Instagram. The Metropolitan Police Service are asking the public for witnesses or dash cam footage following the accident. Here's a little clip from her uh, YouTube channel, 10 Reasons Why, 114. So I did some research and there are interesting facts about boobs that you may or may not know. So buckle up and prepare yourself for a sex education. Not sure that worked. One, some women can... Is she, what is she, a social influencer? Yes. I'm wondering how I can get into that. I know, I'm reading all these things about the influencers and the, the bloggers and vloggers. Seems like a cool way to make a living. Seems like a, a, a great way to make a living. I should just announce we're influencers. <laughs> social influencer. Cool. Mm. But yeah, dead from being on one of those scooters. Mm. Yeah. Scooters I aren't... just identified them as a hazard for pedestrians. They seem to be a hazard for the people riding them, too. Yeah, scooters aren't for us, Robin. I don't think so. I think I'm staying away right. from the scooter. Uh, have you heard of the new development in 007? You know that Daniel Craig has uh, said that he's tired of playing the role of James Bond. What's with that guy? He says it every fucking time, uh, James, and then he goes and does another one. Yeah, but, you know, he keeps getting injured. I mean, it's too hard a job for a guy his age. I thought it was apparently. a movie. I didn't realize he really had He a... really gets hurt. Wow. And so he's been wanting to give up the role for some time. And now they see, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I can't remember who it was, but they had a friend who had been brought in to beef up the women's roles, a woman writer who was brought in to beef up the ro women's roles in this current James Bond film, because the women don't usually get much dialogue and they don't get much to say. So the upcoming 25th James Bond film set for release in 2020 Still, we'll have actor Daniel Craig in the role of the famous spy, but he's in retirement. And his 007 code number has been handed over to a black woman. Really? Yeah, and that's making headlines. So he's not 07 anymore. He passed the reign to a black woman. Yes, Lashana Lynch is the actress who will be playing her. They say it's definitely a first for the franchise, a franchise that Bond writer uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge told the Daily Mail has to grow. Oh, Lynch wow. starred in this year's blockbuster Captain Marvel as a uh, fighter pilot. But why would I want to go see James Bond and then find out there's a... A different character being James Bond. No, there's, uh, they've never not said that 007 is different people. Th they're not playing the same 007. It's like a designation and people, uh, ascend like it. to it. Always has been that way. So just because Sean Connery played the role a few years back, when it first started out, it wasn't like Sean Connery is the same guy that the new James Bond was. James Bond is like oh, being see. a captain. That double oh, seven designation. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So that's what's happening there. I also noticed that there was some outcry because they're doing a live action feature of a Disney film that in uh, uh, the Little Mermaid, I guess. Yeah. And a black actress has been pegged to be Ariel. I guess and, some people said that's impossible. And people were saying, yeah, Ariel's not black. <laughs> and Disney uh, shot back and said, 
It's fiction. <laughs> so and then people started getting it. Well, it was created by somebody in Norway or one of those Swedish countries and uh, nor, you know, Nordic countries. And uh, therefore, it would have to be a white person. But Disney is not buying. And I guess it's nice when um, celebrities appreciate your work, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. You'd appreciate what that you if somebody said, oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Howard Stern. And who is it? I'm not saying that happened. Oh. I'm simply saying <laughs> that you'd, <couldn't> you'd, <laughs> you'd be complimented oh, you were, if they did. I thought there was a celebrity who was a big fan of mine, but you're saying that couldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so who, what no. happened? Uh, Tool, the, the group. Tool. The, the rock group. Yeah, they're good. They found out that Justin Bieber is a fan. Oh, because Bieber shared some tool lyrics last week on Instagram. Here's a little tool for people who don't know. 120. Let's see what song you picked out. Oh, that's a good one. That's uh, sober. Yeah. I guess we're never getting to a vocal there. Sorry. But anyway, we responding the to the news of having Bieber as a fan, Tool frontman Maynard James Keenan simply tweeted, Bummer. Hashtag Bummer. bummer. Why? What, what, why do they pick on that kid? I mean, I know he's kind of like, you know, like, I mean, they, why would you read? Hmm. <laughs> They were hoping for a different celebrity? I guess. They were like, oh, finally a celebrity. Who is it? Bieber. Oh, bummer. Ah, uh, give the kid a break. Is he a bad person or something? I mean, the way people, you know. Well, I, I guess you could like or not like his music. I like that Maybe Suck My Dick it. song. He does. <laughs> I'll suck, suck your me. ween. I'll suck your ween. <laughs> Ooh. Give me your... I'll suck your ween. I know the word. Go ahead. Give me your penis and I'll start to glow. I'll suck your ween or how many, I'll start to blow. How many song periods? <laughs> how many song parodies will we hear where you're doing that now? <laughs> Are you kidding? You know, Bieber's ma Bieber should just fire back at him and go, listen, dude. Okay. Maybe I'm not as cool as tool, <laughs> but you dudes would be lucky to mow my lawn. <laughs> I made a lot of scratch in this industry. <laughs> you can suck my dick. Come suck my ween. Ooh. Come suck your. I'll suck your ween. There it is. Oh, pull out your penis and I'll start to blow. I'll suck your ween. No, fuck tool. Yeah. Well, that's why I put it in those terms. You can relate. Yeah, I mean, give the kid a break. He's a kid. How old is he? He's in his 20s now. Oh, is he? I know. He's got all those tattoos of the old manly, but. I mean, what did he do? He's going to say, hey, I enjoy Tool. Yeah, I, unfortunately, he was incredibly successful. Yeah, I mean, what do you want from that kid? Hey, you know, he sent me a uh, FedEx the other day. Who? Uh, George Takei. Oh, really? Yeah, George. George. A FedEx? Yeah, he said, so I was like, what the fuck is this? What I never hear from it? this guy. He, he's written... <laughs> he sent me a book, and I was like, oh, fuck. What do I, I'm just going to throw this in the garbage because... You know, I only read on the Kindle. I don't like reading actual books. Yeah, I like, I like something Kindle. wrong with that. Well, it's just, you know, I'm older now. I like bigger font. Oh, like I see. Each page is one word. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I open up this book, and what do you think the book's about? The Japanese-American <laughs> internment camp? Yeah. Like, he's already written a play about it. So now he has a book, and I, I open it up, and it's a con- it's like a hardcover. Like, it's a book, but it's like a graphic novel. Oh. So it's drawings? It's, it's cartoons of George and his, you know, Family, siblings. Yeah. yeah. Being dragged off to a Japanese internment camp. Oh, a fun comic. Yeah. Oh, you got it too, Gary? Oh, yeah. Here, here it is, Robin. Look. Let me see. It looks like a book. <laughs> yeah, it's like a book. And I went, oh, okay. And he, you know, he put an inscription. Of course. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me thumb through this thing. And like, it's called George Takei. They called us enemy. Us being Americans. Yes. And here's George and his brother sleep. You see it? Oh, Sleeping dear. in bed. And then there's dad. Like his dad's a great guy. Right. And he's They're waking all in him like up. one room. And the dad goes, Quick, <laughs> get dressed. And little George, who's so cute, goes, what's going on? Father goes, no time to explain. Wait in the living room while we finish packing. Oh, dear. They're We're- being roasted out of their house. Yeah, yeah. And then boom, bang, bang, bang. And then the Americans come and they take them and ship them off into a camp. Right no, there. not the Americans. The yeah. soldiers or whoever did. Well, hey. We were they're to, all Americans. They're all Americans. Well, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> we're trying to figure out how on, many me, how many mediums can he tell the story? I know yeah. that's what I'm thinking. See, that he already leaped movie? from. He had a movie. He had a play. Yeah, and now and now he's got. I think, a comic he's, book. I think he had a regular book without the graphic novel. I was going to write him back and say, George, thank you for the book, but dude, you got anything else in you? Does dude, he like, think I, that uh, people will be more interested in the graphic novel than a book? Well, I think it's good for little kids. Oh, it's, great. A, it's an upbeat story. Yeah, like you don't scare them to death before yeah. they go to sleep. You know who had a book out like that recently, Howard? <laughs> Dr. Ruth did a book about like uh, her, time her time in, in the Holocaust yeah. and all of that. Yeah. What, a graphic novel? Yeah. Dr. Ruth in comic books? Who is getting this idea that if you put it in a graphic novel, I'll tell you people who. will read it? They see what's going on with Marvel, and then George is like, well, what the fuck? I'll make a comic book. Maybe they'll Yeah, put it but in. there's no superheroes. It's a weird comic book, too. It's in black and white. It's not even in color. No, I was like having trouble uh, seeing the different characters because it's all black and white. Here's George in bed all bummed out at the Japanese-American internment camp. <laughs> There's a lot of little yeah. panels oh, on yeah, those yeah, yeah. pages, oh, yeah. too. This story, he didn't leave out one detail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. You want accuracy in your comic book. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I don't know if you're jealous, but I did get a FedEx. It was immediately sent to me. Well, I'm so glad for you. Right. But, actually. Uh, it's not the final galley. Maybe the final galley's in color. Maybe. Yeah, you got a rough draft there. I, I did. I got the roughest draft. <laughs> Anything else, Robin, that you want to Yeah, you know, they had a big earthquake in California while we were away. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there were two. Scary. On, um, I guess... A Thursday or something, there was a 6.4 on the scale earthquake in uh, Southern California. And then on Friday evening, a 7.1 magnitude earthquake shook the whole area, bringing down some people were afraid to stay in their homes. They were sleeping outside because there were so many aftershocks. It was uh, a really crazy time. And uh, this television station, KCAL 9, was broadcasting at the time of the 7.1, one three. Oh, so I guess the anchors freaked out, right? I should expect so. 
We are experiencing quite a bit of shaking. If you'll give mm -hmm. us a brief moment here, we're making mm -hmm. sure that nothing is going to come down in the yeah. studio here. And it is going for uh, quite a bit, everybody. I, it continues it, it, this is a very strong to rattle earthquake. pretty strong here. 821 here on the air. We're experiencing very strong shaking. Wow. I think we need to get under the desk. All right, we're going to go to break. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll be right, right back, back we'll after right this. Back. Wow. So you see, I think the he might female have, anchor disappearing. Did she? <laughs> he might have thought that was a come on when she got under the desk. Oh, my God. She's under the desk. I'm not going to tell you people what's Let's going go on. Let's go to commercial. Yeah, immediately. I didn't realize she had feelings for me. Oh my goodness! So yeah, it, and I I experienced a six point one earthquake, six point four, seven point one. I was waiting 6. for Fred to hit the music. Was enough. As soon as you don't said, want anything more than that. As soon as you said six point one, I was counting in my head how long before, I know, Fred how long before the music comes up. Yeah, but I did. Yeah, I lived through. What was that earthquake you experienced in Mexico? Was it larger than that? Who? You. Weren't you on a honeymoon? No. And had an earthquake? No, I was on my honeymoon, but if I told you I had an earthquake, that was me moving the earth. <laughs> uh, I was having sex. I probably lied to you and told you. I thought you were in Mexico City and experienced an earthquake. Thank God I didn't. Oh, my goodness. I experienced enough there that I never went back. <laughs> honestly. And here's another kind of shaking. Just because you go to the happiest place on earth, Howard, doesn't mean you're going to be happy. That's right. Can't make you, a place can't make you happy, Robin. Happiness. That's what I told Jimmy Kimmel when I told him I'm not going to Italy. Is not a destination. It's a mode of travel. Right, right. You know who said that? The Moody Blues. <laughs> Thinking is the best way to travel, which is why I don't leave my house. Oh, stop it. This family went to Disney World. Right. Or actually Disneyland. What's the difference? Well, one is in California, one is in Florida. Do you know which is which? Yeah, Disney World's in Florida. Good for you. Disneyland is in California. Which is the one that John Stamos goes to constantly. That's the one in California, yeah. Disneyland. Seems to be his full-time job, just going to Disneyland. And being filmed on roller coasters yeah. and... Got all that. Does he have, I guess he gets to keep that junk he collects. It's not junk, it's memorabilia. <laughs> it's Disney memorabilia. How dare you? Because he has a child now. Well. I mean, it used to be silly because he was there all the time he had no children. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got a kid, it can, John, he can we justify love John. it. Come on, he loves, he loves, he loves Disney. <laughs> but anyway, this family went to Disney and uh, what happened was a full-fledged fight erupted with a man punching a woman three or four times in the oh, face. God. One five. Got a tape of that? Yeah. Don't disrespect my daughter, That's when I head the other way. Men are supposed to step in, but not me. You know what's weird about this? And I'm not making a joke. Uh -huh. It happened in front of Goofy's house. Yeah. And that seemed to have some... Oh, my goodness. The N-word. This is the happiest place on earth. I just heard the N-word. They're in front of Goofy's house. There's F-word, N-word. There's a bunch of children running around. Some people can't behave. Not at all. But just don't think going to Disney is going to make you happy. If you don't get along at home... 
Don't go to Disney. You don't think your marriage can be made better by going to Disney? No, I don't think that's ever happened. By the way, no men stepped in because the dude punching was big. Big guy. Yeah, yeah, big guy. All right. Also in the news, R. Kelly, more charges. <laughs> Every time we go on vacation, they charge R. Kelly yeah, with I mean, something else. What's left to charge this guy with? I think every authority that can charge him has now charged him because this time it was federal sex trafficking charges that were leveled Thursday night. Kelly's expected to be brought to New York for trial following his arrest in Chicago by NYPD detectives and Homeland Security agents. However, during a brief court appearance by the singer on Friday, the judge delayed that decision. He's expected to remain in custody at least until Tuesday. So they decide what to do and where to do it. They also say that the uh, files of his divorce are expected to be made public today. Uh, the files don't contain sensitive information, but will be released. The divorce case between Kelly and his ex-wife was filed in 2006 and placed under seal in 2013. Media organizations filed a petition to make the files public after Kelly was indicted on criminal charges of sexual assault and abuse. So uh, more charges. So that's Chicago, New York, federal charges. It just keeps going and going and going. I think he's going to get up into Cosby numbers if this keeps up. Mm. And Jeffrey Epstein. He's trying to get out on bail. This is a man who's been accused of being a sex offender. He has already been convicted. And uh one of um Trump's secretaries had to step down from office because of his handling of that case when he was a prosecutor down in Florida. I think the guy's name is Jim Acosta. Yes. And uh, what happened was they had all of this evidence and information and he struck a deal so that Jeffrey didn't have to do much time. And uh, most of his time was served at home under house arrest. And, uh, you know, he did have to register as a level three sex offender. I don't even know what that means, but that was basically the extent of uh, his punishment. They say that he's um, since that was back in 2006. And since then, he's pretty much done whatever he's wanted to do. They say he often show up at high profile uh, Hollywood parties, has uh, partied with dignitaries and politicians. Both Donald Trump and Bill Clinton have been on his plane. I told you earlier today that Donald Trump is now saying Bill Clinton is also saying they don't know anything about these allegations. Uh, they didn't know him to be that way. But uh Donald Trump did say in, I think, a 2002 interview that he liked Jeffrey uh, Epstein. He was the kind of guy who liked beautiful women and some of them pretty young. But now he doesn't know anything about him. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what's going to go on from there. When uh, Trump was saying goodbye to Acosta, he said he was a great man, did a great job, went to Harvard. He's Hispanic. And, uh, you know, this is you know, said what's happening to him. Well, if he was so smart, how did he not realize you shouldn't make deals with guys this heinous? Okay. A 
Let's see. The only other Bill thing... Clinton was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane twice without Secret Service. And um, they say, you know, the president, the former president has said maybe he took four trips with mm. uh, Jeffrey Epstein, two of them with Secret Service and a couple without. But uh, according to pilot logs, there were more trips than that. Jeez. What is going on? Well, I know that Hillary and Bill were at some... Oh, it was the Billy Joel concert. Did you see that? No. They went to see Billy Joel, and Billy Joel acknowledged them from the stage and dedicated a song to them, and they were booed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, things are getting tough. You're not kidding. Tough all over. President Trump, meanwhile, uh, has offended a lot of people by saying that some progressive Democrats in Congress should go back to where they came from and fix the governments in those countries before telling us what to do. Wow. Turns out that only one of them is not from the United States. <laughs> so... uh you know, a lot of people were criticizing him and saying that was a racist statement to go back where you came from. But I'm not sure Trump really understands racist dog whistles that he uses. I think he just thinks like everybody else, there are real Americans and then there are those other people. There you go. You know, <laughs> he doesn't have a distinction. There's an explanation. <laughs> So here's one of the congresswomen he was referring to, Rashida Tlaib, uh, responding to the president. She said uh, that he won't be there much longer and she's never going to back down. She posted all of this in a video, 115. I want you to know that you belong, that this is our country and no amount of hate-filled bullying from the White House is going to change that. We're going to fight back together. And we're going to become stronger for it. So I don't know what to say about this. It's just crazy. This our country and who are you kind of rhetoric. And finally today, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr on stage together. Peace and love. Saturday night in Los Angeles. That must have been fun. Yeah. McCartney surprised the crowd at Dodger Stadium by bringing out his bandmate Ringo Starr. They shared the stage for two songs, 121. Okay. Where does the other drummer go, the guy who works with Paul McCartney? Does he just leave or they drum together? No, they they put him, you know, they just give uh, Ringo an extra set. Yeah. Ringo probably doesn't want another guy drumming with him. I don't think Ringo cares. No. Makes people happy. That's right. So they did Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and Helter Skelter. Nice. Before Ringo chucked his drumsticks into the audience, Star wasn't the only guest performer. Guess who else showed up? Peace and love. His brother-in-law. Eagles legend Joe Walsh was on hand for the night's grand finale. What a talent. And Spider-Man. Yes. Is still number one at the box. Of course. How can, how can you not go see that? And that's what's happening. Thank you, Rob.